ASI episode 52 This is ASI. Going for the heart. Listen, I could talk about biophysics and behavior replacement therapy and all sorts of psychological stuff till I'm blue in the face. But in this show, my motivation is to go right for your heart. And I believe uh, (laughs) the lyrics to this song, this song is, is awesome about going for the heart, understanding a woman's soul, understanding where she's coming from. There has been, uh, you know, sometimes I just want to start the show and I just want to be a little light and say happy holidays and how was your holiday and stuff like that. And and I do, you know, I, I, uh, I don't want this to be all serious and freaking out all the time, but there is a lot of weight to doing this show and and some of the emails that come in. I want to address some of the email on this show today. Um, A lot of guys in affairs, a lot of wives who don't know, um, a lot of disconnection, a lot of addiction out there. Um, What I want you to understand is that there is a battle, a war going on inside you that goes deeper than psychology. It goes deeper than uh, religion. It's a war for your heart. And, you know, getting you to understand that the third level, and I've talked about that in some previous shows, the third level of your identity, going for your heart, is is that. It's noticing it. It's seeing it. And when a song comes along like uh, Umbrella, I want to share it with you. I wish I could play the whole thing. I'm not licensed to do that. But uh, I can certainly read you some of the lyrics. Uh, Sometimes us guys, we want to hide. We're afraid and we don't understand um, where women are coming from, where where her heart is coming from. Did you know that there's no scripture in the Bible that commands a woman to love her husband? And I believe that's because she already does. She's already wired for that. And sure, she she may have her own surface identity, and she may have her own psychology and psychological issues, but underneath all that, her heart is crying out for this. Here's from here's some of the lyrics from the the song Umbrella. You can run into my arms. It's okay. Don't be alarmed. Come into me. There's no distance between our love. So go on and let the rain pour 
and I'll be all you need and more. Because when the sun shines, we'll shine together. I told you I'll be here forever. I said I'd always be a friend. I took an oath. I'm sticking it out to the end. Now when it, now that it's raining more than ever, know that we'll still have each other. You can stand under my umbrella. You can stand under my umbrella. And I love that. That is the heart of a woman, guys. Even if it doesn't look like it on the surface. Even if she is distant. Even if she's she's scratching and biting you, it feels like. And I know I've said that before. And some of you think I might be crazy to say that. Or you, you just don't get it. You don't understand. That doesn't make sense. But it's true. She is captive to a certain extent. She is... Uh, she needs you to go into her. She needs you to stand under her umbrella. And for us to understand that, that's a scary heart-level deal. All right, don't come to me with your, she's mad, she's angry, um, I'm afraid, or I don't want to, or I don't know how, or you don't understand. You know, in the heart of every woman is that. It is that. That's how they're wired. I've been thinking about this uh, this scene that that God has drawn for us, the scene of creation, the 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 act of sexual intercourse as a physical thing. But there's something underneath that that's spiritual, and, and we all know that. But but I want you. I'm trying to draw a picture here. And if you look at if you look at a man through his character and his strength first, I think that's when he enters a woman, enters her heart. She sees him. She uh, she wants him. And now this is a heart level love making situation. Then he is aroused or he is erect, and she, through a supreme act of vulnerability, opens her opens herself up to him and lets him inside her. Um, on a heart level, let's let's flip the tables on that. Check this out. Guys, your wife sees you and through her character, you see her and you're attracted to her. Not just her physical body, but something underneath. If you if you married your wife, there's something far deeper than physical intimacy. So then she is aroused, right? She is aroused or erect through a supreme act of vulnerability. You open yourself up to her. This is the this is the physical act of of sexuality going for the heart letting her enter you and that guys is a choice to open up your heart your vulnerable heart up to her the most vulnerable part of your character your heart, opening that up to her to receive her 
that is love as a choice. That is making a choice to do something intimate. In the song, she talks about how it's raining. Why Why does she want him to stand under her umbrella? Because it's raining. You know, the last thing we usually want to do when the storms of life hit is, is, is hold each other closer. A lot of times, if, if we have a broken intimacy, we usually want to bicker and... and and bite and, and and you know go to war with each other which is ridiculous um the the physical act and the emotional intimate act of love making is a choice when the sun shines we'll shine together i told you i'd be here forever said i'd always be a friend took an oath i'm sticking it out to the end that is a choice now that it's raining more than ever, I know that we still have each other. You can stand under my umbrella. You can stand under my umbrella. It, it's, a, it's a choice. This starts with choices. This starts with you deciding who you want to be, guys. Who are you going to be? Are you going to go to war with the vampire that exists inside you? I did a few shows on that analogy. There is a devil lurking inside you, and it is trying to take over your identity. And the first step is knowing that, first of all. Going back to the 12-step the people, admitting you have a problem is the biggest one. And I've got emails from, from a lot of you. You know, the, I'm the first person you've told about your struggle. It needs to go beyond that. You need to tell somebody else that you can trust. You need to get people in your life you can trust. You need to build relationships. I want you to kill the vampire and that's going to take some effort. That's going to take some work on your part. But you can do it, man. If I can do it, you can do it. I am not Mr. Disciplined you know, guy. I've, I've trusted God through the the opening up of my heart. And I think some of those first steps, guys, is letting your wife receive you in the most vulnerable part of who you are. Listen, as men, something inside us wants to fight. There is a warrior inside every single one of you guys. You, you have a sword that you, you want to pull out and defend your beauty. Down in your heart is where that exists. And I, here's where I want you to go to war with yourself because you are your worst enemy. I, I was my worst enemy. You are your wife, the one you, that you love, the one that you've chosen, the one that you've chosen to be your life partner. She is, you know, she she's right there next to your soul. She's right there next to your heart. And when you're at war with yourself, she's at war with you. Got an email from a listener saying that, you know, if I'm an adulterer, does that make her an adulterer? You know, not by choice. Not by choice, it doesn't. You need to go to war with yourself. This thing, here's another thing about this. It doesn't exist outside of you. It really doesn't. It, it does in a sense that uh, the rest of the world's out there and it's trying to seduce you, so to speak. Got an email from a guy who uh, caught up in a kind of a swing type of a organization um, seduction 
that's outside of you. This is where the, the war starts, all right? It's inside of you. It's behind your eyes. It doesn't take place out there, all right? I want you to try and get your mind around this. Evil, the evil that you're going to do battle with does not exist outside of you, all right? Think about that. I had a, a friend who uh, was a gambling addict, and she said, I could never stay in a casino or in a hotel across the street from a casino. And I believe until she does that, she's not free. Because, guys, in this addiction, we have to live in our casino. And understanding that the the monster of addiction doesn't just jump up and, and tackle you to the ground. I mean, sure, it feels like it at this point. But you going to war with that, going to battle with that, is behind your eyes. It's not out there. All right, the casino isn't the bad guy for the gambling addict. The gambling addict's heart is that the motivation behind the addiction is the only way you're going to beat this thing and beat it for life where you don't have remission, where you don't run around calling yourself an addict for the rest of your life. It's understanding that it exists behind your eyes, that it is a disease in your soul not in the behavior itself. Alcoholism isn't a disease. It's a medication to medicate a disease. James chapter 4, which is a uh, a scripture I've sent to a couple of you. <clears throat> what causes quarrels... Yeah, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not that your passions are at war within you? You do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. You adulterous people. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enemy with God? Now, here's where a lot of the religious people get this scripture wrong. A lot of the religious establishment will say, Russ, you play a song by Rihanna called Umbrella. That's the world. No, it's not. It's all ours. God created Rihanna. God inspired Rihanna to write this song, I believe. The heart, here's, here's the world, okay? Religion can be just as much a part of the world as the, the rest of the world. It's that surfacey behaviors, that surfacey attitude. It's, it's Ecclesiastes, King Solomon, who, who, you know, he's better looking than you are, all right? He has the latest fashions. He has everything. Historically speaking, there's historians that believe that King Solomon was probably the the most wealthy man who ever existed to this day. All right? The guy had it all. He had huge parties. It went on for days. He, he leveled wine fields. All right? He had, he had 700 wives. And 300 concubines, all right? He had more power than you. He had more wealth than you. He had more sex than you. 
And at the end of it all, what did he say? It's vexation of spirit, or it's all vanity. That is the world, the world that wants to keep you in it. It wants to keep you on it. It wants to keep your identity tied up in the things of this world that when your identity is tied to it, you're just going to die and you're going to go in a box. Is that you? Is that your legacy? Is that what you want to leave behind? I talk about the time machine, man. You're listening to the show whenever you're listening to it. it, it you're in a place in time. It, it's 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 the time machine. You're going to make decisions today that are going to affect the next 5, 10, 15 years. Then your your children, your grandchildren's children, all right? You're making decisions right now to either go to war with yourself or to stay in the world. All right? That's what that scripture is about. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enemy with God? This is the ESV version I'm reading. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Double-minded, that is the that is the battle within you. You are at war. Your passions are conflicted. I want you to choose. I want you to choose who you want to be. And hopefully I'm answering a lot of email from a lot of you in this in this show. <clears throat> Resist the devil and he will flee from you. This is a a war that goes on in your thoughts. All right, first, in your thoughts, in, in the motivations of your heart. When the, when the actors, when the, the thoughts come knocking at your door, what are you going to do? What are you going to choose to do? Are you going to choose to kick them out? Are you going to choose to love your wife? Or are you going to quit? Is it going to get too hard? Are you going to have failures? Yeah, you probably will. But this takes place in your mind on a day-by-day basis. What what thoughts? Are you kicking the images out of your head? Or are you entertaining them? Does your mind run wild? Does your, your, your um, imagination run wild with some of these images? Do you let yourself, do you let your imagination, do you let the characters... The, the, that pound on the door of your mind. You know that stuff doesn't all come from you. That is a spiritual battle. A lot of this stuff is hurled into your mind. All right? It's it's part of your flesh. It's part of your wiring. But it's also, it, it is a spiritual battle. We do not war against flesh and blood. All right? You are not bad. The vampire, the devil inside you is bad. And I'm asking you to go to war with that. I'm asking you to stop making excuses. I'm asking you to get off the fence. I'm asking you to make a decision today to go to war, to go to battle with the devil inside you. And for those of you who are married, I'm asking you to understand that your spouse is holding an umbrella. All right? And it is raining, dude. It is raining for you. And loving God, all right, choosing God is not running to God and away from your spouse. You reach through the love of God 
to your wife. God will give you those the power to love your wife. God loves you now, right where you're at, okay? Not some future version of you, not some sexually sober you, but you right now, wherever you're at. Do you believe that? That's going beyond karma, all right? And I think that even in Christianity, that karma is such a huge part of religion. It is such a huge, disgusting part of religion. Because with karma, you get exactly what you deserve, right? You know, you, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. I mean, that's true in science. And that's true in, in, in recovery, because if you keep going the way you're going, th- bad things will happen. But the fact is that God's love for you is not based on that. It's not based on that at all. Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you as we were yet sinners. While we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. All right? Do you get that? Do you get that God loves you anyway? God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that through Christ, through a blood covenant, we can heal. We can love. You can start to love. You can open up the the love inside you. You know, righteousness and, and being pure, right? Sexually pure is a heart condition. Getting your heart pure means that demons don't run around and burn down your life. All right? God doesn't love you because you do. God loves you. Period. Now love him by by not burning your life down, by not making excuses, by understanding that you're going to war with you. And that's the gauntlet I want to put to you. Who are you? Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? I'm going to ask you to be vulnerable, all right? I'm going to ask you to do the uh, the the feminine side, if you will, as a man to battle for your own heart. I'm going to ask you to open yourself up and let your wife inside you. And how does that work? How does vulnerability work on your side, in your heart? It starts with truth. Dan Hazen at AC3, uh, he challenged me to be a truth teller. He said, listen, you have to stop lying. You have a habit pattern in your mind of lying. Stop. A man named Timothy Keller said that a lie is a functional savior. It's not choosing Jesus, it's choosing sin. All sin is just idolatry, basically. These are themes that run through the whole Old Testament. The Old Testament asks a question, the New Testament answers that question. The lie is to save you. It's, it's a functional savior. It actually works for a little while. Remember my analogy about living in Alaska? We used to have a term called wetting your pants to keep your backside warm. Works real great for a little while, but in the long term, it goes horribly bad, all right? You're at minus 10 degrees, and you pee your pants to keep your backside warm. Works great for about five minutes. A lie is the same way. You're asking the lie to save you. You're asking it to save you from from whatever, from your immediate situation. 
But in the long term, you spin this web of lies. Um, in Corinthians, Paul talks about the, the armor of God, and he, he uses uh, one of the terms in there is the, the belt of truth. This just wasn't a belt. It was like to guard your loins, the most vulnerable, the most vulnerable part of you. How do you shield yourself from, from being beat upon by, by spiritual forces out there? By telling the truth. Now, does this mean I want you to go run and confess to your spouse right now? No, I think you need a you need a bomb squad. You, don't you dare do that without community. Don't you dare do that without people around you to love you and support you through it, and to support your wife through it. You need to you need to start though, man. Stop putting it off. You need to start putting the 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 thing in motion that you're going to go to war with yourself, that you are going to confess to your spouse like I did it's going to take time you know get counsel understand that if some sex addiction therapist or someone is telling you not to tell your wife some pastor or something is saying oh that's cruel to tell your wife that you had an affair or your husband understand that what they're telling you is not to be vulnerable they're they're asking you to lie and to sin and to use that lie as a functional savior that's not Jesus to save you from yourself to save you from pain trust God alright but it starts with the little lies first it starts with you just being you and it starts with you being you in your heart and it starts with you asking yourself what, what that all means who am I who are you? Who are you going to be? Who are you going to be five years from now is, is based on the decisions you're going to make today. Who are you going to be this summer is going to be based on, on the decision you're going to make today. This is not about New Year's resolutions. This is about making a heart-level choice to go to war with yourself and invite God into that war and, and to let him love you through it because if you try and do it on your own like you have been it's just it just ends in tragedy you have nothing to fear but fear itself all right who said that teddy roosevelt i can't remember there's a lot of truth in that fear itself the fear that exists inside you i'll leave you with a song by a band named pillar indie rock band here um the song is called Tragedy. The tragedy is you trying to do this on your own. The tragedy is is understanding that you can't fix yourself and that you're never really alone, that God is there. Listen to that song by the police. Every breath you take, every move you make, I'll be watching you. That's God speaking to you. And this song... This song by Pillar is a great illustration of that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you to go to war with yourself. I'm going to challenge you to stop being crippled by fear. I'm going to challenge you to get under your wife's umbrella to let her into you, to be vulnerable, to tell the truth about your feelings, about your heart. Until next time, this is Pillar with Tragedy. Send me your email, too, by the way. My name is Russ. Uh, the email is russ at asi247.org. Um, if you can leave a donation, man, I would certainly appreciate it. Um, this is a 
listener supported deal it is uh it's not cheap but it's uh the website is asi247.org i would much appreciate a donation till next time life is 20% the stuff that happens to you and 80% how you react to that 20% Till next time, bye. Some of the music uh, play on this show, you can go to ASI247.org, click on the music tab, 
And if you have iTunes software in your computer, you can purchase the music right through the links on the website through iTunes.